We are the Man in the Cannon podcast, and we are bringing you the CBJ forecast. You never know what we're talking about, but we're the best fucking podcast around. The CBJ news and unprofessional views will certainly satisfy your Blue Jackets podcast fix. Yeah! Welcome back, hockey fans, to the Man in the Cannon podcast. I am once again with you. I am Hooch. I am behind the boards, and I got my boys with me. I got Mr. Locon. What's up, everybody? Welcome Welcome back. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I keep forgetting you have a two-minute introduction. Go ahead. Keep going. Hey, everybody. Good to be back. Thanks for listening. Frank? What's going on, everybody? Tour. Evening, gentlemen, on this evening, fine, gentlemen. cold, cold evening. It's not so bad. Not as bad as it could be, not I guess. But we got be. some ha- heaters cranking. Some haters cranking. We got the haters cranking out here. All right, boys. Let's get to it. First thing on the docket, Mr. Locon. I was just thinking, we were talking about, like, what do we want to talk about first? <laughs> you know? What and do you guys want to talk about? If I'm turning this podcast on, and I'm a Blue Jackets fan, kind of sitting around, middle of the week, what, what do I want to talk about? First things first with the Columbus Blue Jackets, and that is Patrick Laine was benched in the middle of the second period last night. Whew. And it's like, it's like, it's like why you know like like what happened dude we'll literally never know so many thoughts are going through my head right now. (laughs) yeah this is like the first time where i'm just like or the first time in a while where i'm just like what is happening like what is going what is this team doing i don't don't know like tell me what's going on in john tortorella's and john tortorella's mind frank what's happening well i it could be uh A few different things that we discussed earlier. One, Torts once out of Columbus. Oh man, we'll which, talk about that. We'll, <laughs> we'll get in a, the brakes. Uh, we'll <laughs> go into a deeper dive. We'll dive. Um, we'll dive there. But Mr. Locon, my my honest assessment, like when I was watching the game, and you know after you know first couple shifts that he missed, um, didn't think much of it. To be honest, I thought maybe he was just physically and mentally exhausted. You know, Line A had that two weeks two weeks off he wasn't skating wasn't able to practice and you know it was a um he's played a lot of games very quickly and maybe he's not up to speed yet so uh, that's what i want to believe right, right. that is what i that's want the, to believe <laughs> that's <laughs> that would that be the, the correct, ideal benching <laughs> that is the correct answer to that's what i want to believe yeah however it's it's hard to believe that because we've seen this in the past with players um you're, I, yeah, I don't know, I man. Mean, Cam, I don't know. Cam Atkinson even said it in the post game. He says, uh, you know, hey, look, it's not a secret with John Tortorella. If you don't play 100%, you're not going to play. And so, you know, he, Line A gets caught looking on a back check, right? And he's, I think he's a little confused and exhausted, possibly, like you said, about where he's supposed to be on that play. Mm-hmm. And Caroline ends up getting a goal, and he didn't play. Uh, you know, he didn't play the rest of the game. So hasn't played since. Well, <laughs> right. Yes. Still not playing. Accurate. Still not yes. playing. And uh, it's just like, is that is that warranted? Like, is that is that is that? Do you think like maybe after the second period ends, you know, you might 
I, you know, I would I would maybe try to drag in my, myself into trying to have a conversation with with Patrick Line and be like, hey, man, we got to come to my office real quick. I need to talk with you. And, you know, this is where this is where we want you to be on this kind of play. Can you do that for me in the third period? All right. Get yourself back out there and let's let's go win this game. Right. Is that is that because that's what I would think maybe a lot of a lot of us are thinking right now is could that have been handled mm-hmm. in a different way? Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to believe that a guy of Patrick Line's caliber, I mean, this is his first full week in Columbus with the team. Right. That one boneheaded play, <laughs> um, you know, it makes Torts sit the guy for the rest of the game. Um, however, uh, Torts sometimes is a crazy motherfucker, so <laughs> who the hell knows <laughs> what goes through I, I think it's something that's such a high school because thing. Because we did win yeah. the game. Yeah, we did it win is, the game. It is such a high school thing. Like I, rem- I remember back in high school, like you know, you'd mess up a play and your coach would take you out for like an elongated period of time. But we're we're talking about professionals here. Like right. there had to be a buildup. There it couldn't have been an isolated play. I don't I think. think that I, I, I want yeah. to believe. I think Tortorella wasn't happy with his overall game the past couple of games. And you're right, maybe some of that's being tired because <laughs> he's been skating a lot. Uh, but but the thing of the matter, or the fact of the matter was, it was a six-five game the night before. He had two goals. He had two. He had two goals. But One it's like ridiculous the, the, play, the style of play was so was so wide open, and, and the, the puck was everywhere, and everybody was everybody was out of out of whack, and pucks were flying into the net from every which way, and. That's that. Maybe that's that style of hockey that John Tortorella doesn't want to. He doesn't want to play. You know, we we've we don't really know how to play that way right now. Mm-hmm. We've it, always played a little bit more of a little bit more of a conservative game. For the yeah. the way that you know, because the way that I thought that we won that game, the only reason why, well, for for one is Jack Roslevic's goal, but we'll get to that in a second. But it was their whole defensive strategy completely changed. Mm-hmm. They they went from trying to actually play in their own zone to just flipping the puck down the ice for an eye, either just throwing it into the neutral zone with no intent whatsoever or actually icing the puck. There were like 30 icings in that game. So they, they went to just literally, they stopped kind of even trying to play defense and they just started throwing the puck out of the zone and it kind of worked and Carolina wasn't able to do much right mm-hmm. there. So because the night before, man, they're flying around. Dude, the ice. they were just it was a clinic. I feel like as soon as Carolina would enter the zone in that first game, a giant a giant metal wall just slammed down on the blue line and kept the puck in there no matter what Columbus tried to do. I like that visual. It was like as soon as they entered this gate just went, you know, and it was just like no the puck is not getting back out. Yeah. And it was a clinic from that from then on, dude. And, and they and they a lot of that was not that was not Carolina. A lot of that was just we can't pass Awful. in the defensive zone. It was insane. Yeah. We it, were just throwing it right to them. We were trying to cross pass and they were just intercepting it and then boom, we're in the worst spots possible. Yeah. And Corpy insane. couldn't catch cold. So we we just had a complete meltdown. It was yeah. a crazy and, crazy game. And we only lost by one and we'll talk. We'll, we'll get to there. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. We're still we're know, touching on everything, there, and I love it. I, you know, again, this is all we're all, you know, ass- making assumptions here. But Torts did say after the game last night. Obviously, he didn't comment on the line A thing. We're not surprised about that. But he did say 
the guys as a youth, like the whole team, they're just not playing together as one. Right. Which, I mean, I, I, I agree with that. So maybe, you know, you have a guy like Line A coming in, you know, there's huge expectations. He wants to prove himself. And we saw it even in the first game, um, trying to do a little bit too much at times. So maybe it's kind of a message, look, look, you, you kind of have to play. We've got to play this team team kind of hockey but it's still I don't know as a fan I'm I'm very nervous about the situation moving forward right I'm just like what this could be a monumental thing dude it's like with with this line a benching it's like we already I have mean, trouble keeping good players in Columbus this does not help so okay so and here's where I'm going with this because it's like some people actually do think that this is a good thing and I'm looking at it as a player like I don't want to why would I want to play for like you know, I make some mistakes, and he's just gonna bench me. Like, right? It's difficult, and some player that might be difficult for a lot of players to. Are you gonna bench Austin Matthews for something like that? No. You Jesus know, God, no. Like David, no way. You know, McKinnon, no. And, and, and like, no way. It's just ridiculous. Like, it's just ridiculous That's to even point. think about. And I think a lot of it. I think there's a mindset with these coaches. When Eric Robinson had one of his goals earlier this season, he got back on the bench, and a, immediately it was good goal, but. Do you remember that pa- pass that you missed at the blue line? It's you can't. They never just let him have that moment. Right. It's a coaching thing that he literally just got done scoring that goal, but we have to we have we have to tell him. We have we to have remind to him. him yeah. Coach him up right now. Yeah. We have to remind him exactly of of that puck that he missed on the blue line. You know, two shifts ago. Torts doesn't like scoring goals. Changed my mind. <laughs> he just that doesn't. Meme hit you. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, I'm just saying because, like, we're, are we singing? Because last night, I couldn't imagine I would be saying what I'm saying today. Like, that there is some kind of a defense for what John Tortorella did last night. Because last night, I remember being thinking, like, as it was happening, it's two to two late in the third period of a of a pretty sloppy game by us, and it's like, dude, if we lose this game, <laughs> like, we're in trouble. We're well, what's the like? We're singing. I'm. We're all marching down to Nationwide Arena with, with our you know hacksaws, pitchforks, and flames. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. trying to trying to oust and John Tortorella out of town and, and hacksaws. <laughs> it's like, it's. I feel like Jack Roslovic saved. Maybe I. You know, I don't know. He just he comes out there and he 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 gives us this beautiful goal and it's Mr. like Mr. Columbus. It's it's kind of exciting thinking about this kid and the way he's playing recently. You know. There is a there is a, a little bit of a light here, and we did win the game. <laughs> you know? I know. Let's not forget that we did win the game after. Um, I hate to say it, but it's true. Got cheated out of the game the night yeah, the before. Night before. So coming back and winning the game in regulation. I mean, that was a that was a big was win. Big. Yeah, it was big huge. win, big goal by the kid from Columbus. And man. if you haven't seen it yet, do yourself a favor. Just. Probably at this point, put in like Blue Jackets goal, and it might be. Yeah, like it, was on, uh, it was on Sports Center top ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. NHL posted it on all their socials. It, it's you won't have any trouble right finding it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The Chicklets they they uh, they blogged it out today on on oh, Twitter. Yeah. Every, every they, hockey outlet is playing that replay today. Yep. And I think a lot of it has to do with uh, not only the way that it looked, <laughs> you know, but it's like. The way that it f- that it felt, it's like yeah. the way that this kid is. What, what's happening? I feel like right now, what we're watching 
with Jack Roslevic currently is this budding young star almost looking like he's breaking out of some kind of shell that he's been under for you know the past three years because this kid is flourishing on the ice and it's it's really really exciting to watch there's not another player that's on our team that could make a play like that yeah and i actually and i actually didn't even know he could do it until he did it life even even before that dude he was playing so good he just is playing so well definitely the most consistent guy that we've had um the past couple and it's been rewarded i think he started that game right i think he i think he started yeah, I think yeah, he, yeah. Was, he on, was, was on the top line with Line A, right? Yeah, I'm before, pretty sure. Before, before him and Atkinson, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Atkinson. I mean. Yeah. Another good goal. Atkinson, finally, a penalty <laughs> shot. What a great move. Dude. It's, <laughs> it's his move. That's yeah. what he does. He even said it in the postgame. So, I just went with my, my, most, my favorite shootout move. That's what he said. I, yeah. I was like, I know. Like, Where it's I been? Where has it been? Where has it been? <laughs> He, he he puts it. Well, it's a rookie goaltender, right? He's a he's a rook. Right. So I mean, like, right. yeah. Yeah. hadn't yeah. hadn't probably watched all the tape on him. Like, oh, this Cam Atkinson sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's watching tape from the past two years. He, he didn't he, realize. He's probably thinking that cor- correctly, but <laughs> did, did well, he, it, it's in there somewhere, Cam. And yeah. we we see glimpses of it. Didn't and realize. We and we want you to be good. We love don't you. don't uh, keep don't scoring, fold us. please. Keep, keep scoring. Keep playing well. He's playing well. We Stop falling. Stop falling down, please. <laughs> Stop falling down. <laughs> oh, man. But it's like, to me, I start thinking back to Jack Roslovic, and it's like, this could be, like, something really, really big for the city of Columbus, just in general for, like, youth hockey and, and hockey in general. Like, what if – because the way that it looks right now is the way that Jack Roslovic is playing is, like, we have this new kid who's, like – an all-star you know like he's he's everywhere he's he's fast he's carrying the puck in he's got a great shot and it's like man this kid's good he's on pace for like having himself a really great season it's been or it's only been a few games but man he's played really really well and to see what he might be able to do for hockey in the city of columbus is really exciting to me you know and he did it against uh another ohio goalie that goalie was from uh, Parma. Yeah, that's Did you right. See that? And he played with uh, Zach. Uh, yeah, he played with Wierenski. Um, the other guy, uh, Larkin, Larkin, I think. Oh, yeah, Dylan, Dylan Larkin. Dylan Larkin, yeah. 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 So, a lot of Ohio uh, blood on the ice. Uh, oh, yeah, blood. for sure. Yeah. Blood. And that brings us back to uh, yeah, speaking <laughs> just of because blood you said blood. Yeah. That's what made me think so. Because I want to revisit the idea uh, that we touched on with, um, you know, if we end up losing that game uh, where we bench Patrick Line. Now, you don't know. Do we want blood? Right. Do we want blood? Do we? Do we? I mean, let's say, well, here's the thing. Maybe what if we had a power play in the third period? Because we didn't have a power play in the third period. Do you think he would have put Line on the ice if we had a power play? No. Nope. You don't think I mean, so? I, I was more thinking, like, I mean, that's a great point, but, like, three-on-three three overtime. Think yeah, about what that if it too. went to overtime? Dude, if Torts, if Torts hypothetically just had, like a, like, a health event that pushed him out of there, his last dying wish before that would have been, don't you dare put him back on the ice. <laughs> 
my real question. I was like, what's he is so, so true. He is so be. he is so stubborn. Like, there's no way. There's no way he was. There was no way he was touching the ice, dude. We could have went through all of our shootout guys, and I guarantee he probably oh, wouldn't man. even touch the shootout. I don't know. See, I, you don't know. Who and, knows? And at that point, who knows? And though? at that point, he can go back with Carolina, back to Carolina, and he can walk his ass back to Columbus. Right. That's what. That's what I'm saying, though. You're you're kind of right. Is like if we lose that game and Line A's not on the ice, it's like. Is Tortorella done in Columbus? Well, that's my question right. to the Tortorella defenders right now. Is the only defense they have right now is that we won that game? Had we not, I think you're right. Like those Tortorella defenders would would be dead in the water. They wouldn't have. You can't justify the deal that we just made. You know, for that to kind get of an him here, juggernaut. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and to just say, you know, for basically a period and a half. You're not going to play, and we're going to be down, you know? Right. Or, you know, or the game itself is going to be on the line. So that's what I'm saying. That was my, like- my whole mindset was basically what you brought up is that I just know in my head that if we would, it would have went to overtime, he wouldn't have played. And if it even would have, because that's exactly where my mind goes. I was like, what if we get to a shootout after overtime and we're tied? Is he going to let the best offensive player in win the us division? the game in the division. Win us the game. Is he going to allow it? One of the best. How long is it going to take him for him to go? Like, okay, we we ran out of shooters. We have to play him. I'm just going to forfeit instead because he's not playing. <laughs> I already benched him. We got we no takesy backsies. They go through everybody we got, possible. We got Corpus on twenty round shootout. We got Corpus got coming up to the circle. <laughs> we got Corpus coming up to the circle here. Wow. And maybe, maybe that would have been the case. It probably wouldn't have been that bad, but he probably would have been the last guy, and I probably would have literally just gouged my eyes. I just out. feel like there's this. It's the because Aaron Portsline said it today in a in an interview with TSN. He said that he thinks John Tortorella benched him because Tortorella wants out of Columbus. Dun 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 dun, and it's like. Now, now I did not listen to the interview. I read that on Twitter. Okay, so let me just go ahead and say that. Maybe we should pull up. The Wait, clip. was that interview behind Jamie, a paywall? That that's the question. Was the interview behind a paywall? No. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I don't think so. <laughs> but anyways. it was just a Twitter account. All right. But anyway, I heard. I saw on Twitter today <laughs> that that's what Aaron Portsline said. It's what the internet told me. It's what the uh. internet told me. And and then somebody tweeted Gasp. that that's what Jody Shelley also said, uh, on an inter- in an interview with Spitting Chicklets like a little while ago. That and it's not necessarily that he is wants out of Columbus. It's just that he's maybe done with hockey for a little bit. I think I think the 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 yeah, do an urban Meyer around yeah is that he might be exhausted or tired because he's in the last year of his contract. You know, the, the beginning of the season hasn't gone very well. Like, this team has not been that consistent. And he's – because he's right in his post-game interview clip it's, uh, uh, of that game. You know, he's saying, we're not playing like a team, you know, in all facets of the game. Yeah. You know, he's playing – we're playing discombobulated. And it's like – Unless there's something in his contract that, I don't know, he would – give up a lot of his salary or whatever. I don't know what the details are, but you don't think Torts, if he was just like, fuck this, he would just say, hey, I'm retiring. <laughs> I mean, there's, I mean, I don't believe he's like, I need to get fired. 
to be right. done. Like he would just walk away. I I would be shocked if that's not the case. So, I, but it was on Twitter. So who who the hell? Knows? I mean, listen listen to him talk. The dude is not like trying to lose. Yeah. Like as much as what he did in retro watching it, like yeah, that well, it looked really apparent. That's what he, what he what wanted he, to yeah, do. But he won. But he won. <laughs> but he won the game. And, so he, and like, he does have a belief in that system himself. I, he's, I mean, but, you know, it is what it is. He got the dub last I, I night. think the dub, like I said, I think the dub saves the Tortorella truthers more than it saves Tortorella. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they might so not that, save the line icon. Because they, they didn't have to go back in this morning or late at night and try to delete all their truther tweets. And if Matt LaFleur, who is 26-6 and six in the last couple of years bench Darren Rodgers, I would drag him out of Lambeau Field myself. That would be it. Even if we won the game. I'd still, oh, I'd yeah. still be angry. I'll always have to throw a Packers reference in. He's I do. got to. <laughs> it's his one. Everybody gets one. They're well, not speak, playing anymore, of, uh, and it Mr. makes Locon. me sad. What's up? Speaking of uh, winning and losing, you want to talk about the first game in the Carolina series? No. I mean, I don't really want to, but I mean, we can. It's like all right, so let's talk about that first game against Carolina. You know, it's like, do I want to talk about it? Not really, but, you know, something else did happen. Another incredibly controversial, incredibly confusing thing where the NHL just proves they don't give a shit about the city of Columbus sometimes. And it's just like... Toronto's still very bitter about last Oh, year. man, that's why we if beat their Columbus, ass in if, the playoffs and this is what happens. If we get publicity in Columbus, something really bad happened normally. <laughs> and I noticed all the, like, the NHL was tweeting out stuff. I was like, holy shit, Columbus. I didn't even know they knew we had a team. Right, yeah. I mean... It seems like that sometimes. So what a wacky game, right? It's a 6-5 final uh, where we score in the last minute on that six on five. And it's like, oh, man, like we kind of almost tied it, but not really. It was a crazy game, right? Goals flying in from everywhere. But mm-hmm. but the star of the show was was the uh, the the goal that, that should have – the goal that sh- <laughs> never should have been. Yeah. <laughs> the mysterious goal <laughs> given by an <laughs> intern. <laughs> It just all of a sudden appeared. Just, uh, trying to prove. The gold fairy. That's so true. That's so funny. Uh, yeah, so. If you're, a Car- if you're a Carolina fan, you loved the ruling yeah. on it from the gold fairy. Yeah, because it, it was only 45 seconds left in the power play. They're like, oh, we get to keep the goal, though? Okay. Late, late in the second period, mm-hmm. right, Carolina scores. And Columbus challenges, challenges the it. play yeah. for an offside. And uh, even the the broadcast showed it strangely. It showed, like, the first play really quickly, and then it showed some other play. Some other angle. Some well, other and different it, it, yeah. it was an angle where you couldn't even see the blue line where the guy's skates were. And, and, then, and then, but they cut right back to the referees. Real, It was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it right, was right now. The referees are coming back out. We got a good goal. Play went on. We got charged, or we went to the penalty box for a you delay, know, a, game, delay yeah. a game, and we played out the rest of the second period on the penalty kill with uh, you know about 40 seconds left in the and penalty. And just to explain that to anybody that doesn't know, like if you challenge a play and it doesn't and you fail that challenge, you, you get a two-minute penalty. Two-minute penalty. 
two minute minor. But even that first highlight they showed on TV, I, it's not the one where they had the puck. I still will take that to my grave. That's not when they entered. No, but the, I, the I still think showed. it was offsides. I still think that play was offsides. The, so, so yeah, I, the, the 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 play that they're showing now, to me, clearly, <laughs> clearly uh, the play looks like it's offsides, right? right? Both of his skates are in the zone before the puck completely crosses the blue line. Uh, so the thing is, is I I was under, I, we we had this we discussed this on the pod as we thought that maybe that rule had changed this year, but maybe that's just not the case. Well, according to the intern. Right, or it, it, what, it has not. what's currently happening. But both of his skates were in the zone before the puck crossed the blue line. So the NHL has come out and said because they ended up right, they waved, they waved off the rest of the power play to start the third period. The NHL said, "Our bad. We're sorry. We messed <laughs> this up, but, but we don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we're going to go ahead and keep playing. The score is four to three. And uh, you guys can just go fuck yourselves. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, so that's what happened. And so we play the rest of the game, right? And lose and by we one. lose by one. <laughs> lose by a goal. But it's, so. not even, it's not even that we lost by one. It's anytime you go into the intermission and you let a late goal, the whole momentum is shifted. Oh, man, it's insane but what happens I, when it's... It's a completely different game if that puck doesn't go in. On that, that's the play I think where Line A gets benched. Or no, no, that was the night before. That was, that was the Kukin second maybe, game. or I don't remember. Yeah, I'm sure it was like, a it was a Blue Jackets game. Somebody got benched. Yeah, right. That's that's. that's just, right. If that's a prop bet, I'm gonna take it every night. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but for the like, this said. continues to happen to Columbus though. Yeah, I, you know, there's there's instances of of this happening on multiple occasions. And it, it does warrant the question or like you start to talk about it and, and think about it is like this kind of thing happens to Columbus like once every couple of years. And it's like, good Lord, like why does this happen? So there was, I read, according to Aaron Portsline, like what happened? Okay, this is, this is kind of what happened. So, this is so they go to challenge the play, right? And Columbus has a new kid, a new guy in the review booth, right? Or like a, yeah, like Joey, like a, like an intern. I, I think it is actually. Or an of yeah. some kind, you know? It's like a junior person. Some new person. kid who's probably new at his job, learning the, to be an off-ice NHL official in Columbus. Goes to look at the replay. Puts on the headphones. And this isn't his job. He, all his job is supposed to be is connecting the people from Columbus to the people in Toronto with video. He's not supposed to listen to anything that happens on either side of those headphones. He is a dispatcher. He's the dispatcher to Toronto for where they review the plays and talk about it with the referees. He gets these, he hears in his headphones somebody saying twice, we got a good goal, that's a good goal. He said that's what he heard real quick, twice. So he told the referee, hey, this was a good goal. And so the referees are like, okay. Then so Toronto listens to it, and we got this kid telling us that we got a good goal. 
And Do we the, have a name for this, this kid? So, and then I as, need this kid's name. So the NHL has they're not giving they're not telling anybody that guy's name. And they they've <laughs> said that. Probably, yeah. Yeah. They literally yeah. said that. Yeah. 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 They said the actually they said in the paper today they said like he feels really bad. Oh, oh, Okay. Well, in that case, if he feels bad, what is he going to say? All forgiven. All forgiven. He feels bad. What's he going to say? No, I was pretty confident. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm a Hurricanes fan, so fuck I said he had a lot of money on the Hurricanes. Could you imagine being in that kid's group of friends? Oh, it gets better. Like, they know. So the kid tells the referees, right? That uh, it's a the, good pub, the good the the goal is good, and so the guy who like lists or something like the guy who like is in the penalty box or the scoring box who like listens to this or something has to has to take his headphones off and sanitize them after he's done listening to something in headphones. I I can't remember. It's like the replay guy in the scoring booth or something. So the NHL in Toronto like is actively knowing that this is happening. They're like, the game is going on and it's continuing, and we're trying to stop it because they're trying. Oh, they're no. screaming into their microphones, like trying to tell this dude with the headphones who currently has them off, sanitizing oh, them my per God. NHL protocol, that to stop the game, stop the game. But this dude has his headphones off, cleaning them, and that's why <laughs> the play that they drop the puck, they play the rest. What minute? Yeah, yeah and they go into and then they go into the the intermission. over the intermission and the NHL finally gets a hold and of somebody them. in Toronto goes out to a payphone and then they <laughs> call they call right. they call over. Yeah. Wow. And then they finally tell the refs in the second period, "Hey, we got this wrong. We need to go out, we need to figure something out." And they went and talked to Yarmo Kekalainen and said, "Look, this is what happened. Uh you know, we're really sorry. <laughs> but again, we're, we're, we're very sorry. Always forgiven. I we're forgiven. I sorry. feel really bad. I feel really bad. Yarmo's just like, well, I guess if you say you're sorry. No, you know, Yarmo, after doing this podcast and knowing how many people are actually sorry, like, it makes me feel a whole lot better. Yeah. Go on. Go apparently on. Apparently, Yarmo asked, though, he's like, can't we just go back and play the rest, like, one minute and 30 seconds of that period, wave the goal off, and then we'll switch sides and we'll play the third period. You know, after this right. intermission, after this upcoming intermission, let's just go back and play the last one thirty of that. You wipe out the the goal, and we'll just do that. And the NHL's like, no, we can't. We don't have a policy where we can just like take a goal off the board. But you can you can take forty five seconds. You can take forty five seconds of a penalty. Penalty off. So, um, but it's like. They've got everything like figured how, out. The NHL, how, except how is this, how is how is this like a thing? Like basketball is like, I. I I hate basketball. I hate watching basketball. I really do pro I basketball. Do but they have it so right, though, with almost everything. And, like, especially that. Like, after the plays and shit are over, like, not at the end of the game or anything like that, but they'll go back when there's a TV timeout, and they'll be like, oh, yeah, that guy was on the – he was standing on three-point line, so we're going to take a point away. And they do it. They Like, you'll come back. You'll look That's at your damn draft. You'll look mm-hmm. at your DraftKings lineup, and you drop three points. You're like, shit, what the hell happened? Oh, he didn't actually shoot a three. Yeah, and a you'll two. see points go away. And I'm like – why don't other teams? Why, why can't they we? Do that. that's, they, how, that's how much I don't watch professional basketball. Is I sometimes I have skin in it, so I watch. I'm sorry. No, I, I, I but anyways, it, or maybe I just don't play it on DraftKings. I don't know. Maybe I, occasionally, you know, I'm one of the. It's, it's frustrating. The NBA fans it's frustrating, but it's literally correct. Only watches if LeBron James is on. Like I yeah. just, I don't know why, but that's just. 
because he's, cause he's really person. good at basketball. <laughs> but um, off, ba- that off basketball, me in some kind of way, who, people who listen to the NBA, but um, uh, but you know, Logan's the, like one of the best basketball players in the world too, oh and he hates basketball. <laughs> Bell Center's finest. Um, but this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! He hates Let's, when we brag him up yeah. like that. When we gas him up. Yeah. Anyways, but anyway, uh, that that call essentially was a four point swing. Which, just dude, you're the NHL. You can do whatever you want to. What's a pop? It's what your league. Do? What are they gonna do? Sue you because you took it, right. a goal that you shouldn't have had off the off the board? I I just don't I don't, I don't get it. I but let's not. Let's not bask in this too long. I mean, we lost the game. I mean, that was a sloppy-ass game. We probably should have lost that game like five. We should have lost it anyway. We should have yeah. lost mm-hmm. by a lot. They, they were controlling the puck. I am glad it that lo- we— it looked, like, it looked like a freaking, like I said, a giant metal wall slammed down on the blue line. Yes. When they got the puck in the zone. Mm-hmm. We were not getting that puck out of our zone. And Never. we were just getting lucky. I mean, we scored oh, yeah. we scored six goals on like what fifteen shots maybe on goal. Yeah. I mean, we were that line eight goal was pretty. Dude, that power play goal was exciting. Okay, and I I jumped out of my seat for that one. Um, you know, yeah, let's talk about the good things. You know, obviously line eight getting that one timer rolling on yep. both goals. Yep. And dude, uh, it's like he just did that the night before, and then he gets benched the next game. <laughs> it's like. What is going on? We with refuse this team? to talk about the good things. No, yeah, we're only talking about the bad. Things. We can't have good idea. things. Tori says that's been twenty four hours ago. <laughs> Let's talk about the way though that that like that it's like a sales manager about it. In his kind of defense, this is I think where he's coming from is like they're not playing as a team right now, right? And, and I'm 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 wondering like how much of that has to do with the roster being drastically different than it was last year. Uh, and it all happening so quickly. Oh, well, it doesn't and help. Major, major kind of points of, of, are happening as it's happening. We're trading Josh Anderson, you know, a uh, kid we drafted who's just an absolute mega stud. And, like, we trade him. him. And, you know, uh, with the whole thing with Pierre-Luc Dubois actively telling the NHL and everybody that he wants out of Columbus. Like, everything that's been going on is just, like, well, it doesn't help when our bench is just a round robin of guys getting sent to the taxi squad, getting sent to Cleveland, getting benched for a period and a half. Of course, none of these guys, none of these lines can build on any type of success. They're all getting thrown around to each other. Bjorky's on the second line, down the fourth line, and they're just throwing everybody out there. Savard's getting hurt. He's not playing. Z's getting hurt. He's not playing. Hockey. There's no structure sweep. right now in Columbus, Ohio. They're 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 just going it's, to keep rotating and rolling, and it doesn't. They don't care. And you and you bench Patrick Line. And you bench Patrick Line. I I don't got much else tonight, guys. That's kind of all I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Well, it's going to be uh, very what interesting it? to see how Line and the the team responds. Coming I hope up he here responds professionally. What do we got coming up? Yeah, well, let's talk about it since the last time we talked to you guys. I mean, we did we did sneak out uh, two points there in Dallas because that game was on the next day. Um, so so that was the first game. I don't think we actually went over. That but was uh, at home, right? Yes, and uh, I think we go know, on the road here. Sure. That was some of that was some of our best hockey I think I've seen. You know, against that team, um, as far as as Dallas being just I'm trying starting to remember on that a, game. 
that was a good game, Eric. You're right. Um, you know, good that night we played Dallas. Can you say it with a was, smile? <laughs> say it with a smile. That really, really was a good game. Yeah, you know, it I sounds enjoyed better. watching it. You know, it's like that was Hockey Fights Cancer Night, right? Yep. In Columbus. Uh, always a great night at Nationwide Arena that night. Uh, always for a great cause. And those kinds of things help remind me why, you know, I really, really love the Columbus Blue Jackets and why I love the NHL. Uh, while they do ruin my life occasionally and those kinds of things, I, I do enjoy watching sports. Uh, so thank you for that. Um, but it's like... If you can't tell, we're emotionally invested into this. Emotionally and financially. <laughs> but very emotionally. Like, because what you're saying is correct. You know, uh, you have Nick and Janelle who, uh, you know, they've got their thing going and they always speak out. You know, they have their, their little bits that they go to the each family and so they get to speak about what, you know, that means to them. Because I think a big thing is, you know, you as a person, uh, you have either been directly affected or maybe even indirectly affected by cancer. Um, Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's such a prevalent thing in what we do and anything to raise money for, it's obviously just an absolute plus. Uh, Jack Roslovic scores his first as a Columbus Blue Jacket that night. Yes. Followed up by Patrick Line's first as a Columbus Blue Jacket on that backhand, backhand goal. Or, yeah. Right. Oh. And yeah. then that telegraphed pass from uh, I think Bjorkstrand to Atkinson for that uh, fourth goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, the play that they apparently drew up right before. Right. Yeah. That was they, his they were like, yeah, right? that's literally exactly how we drew it up. Was that his two hundredth? Yeah, that was yeah. his two hundredth goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, it was uh, again. Dallas is a, a legit contender. You know, they, I mean, we dominated. We were us the better the, team that night. The second game, the second yes. game, which we responded very, very well. Yeah. Um, because the first game in that these mini series, I guess, you know, we were just you know out. They kicked the shit out of know? us. <laughs> we just we just weren't ready. We weren't ready for that speed. It's such a we're seeing such a polar team right now. Yeah. All over the place. And has it not been like? kind of just like this uh, you know we've been consistently bad in the first game in the two games and then we are consistently a lot better the yes. second time around yeah i, yeah. I don't know what that is. Is that, is that tampa true? tampa bay mm-hmm. florida yeah. mm-hmm. i mean almost we every game we 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 get we get yeah. we get, we get shit housed. on we get, <laughs> we get shit on and then the we come game. back and then we look like a completely, completely different, different team but that's yeah. exactly true it's so true it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. You it's don't like, what see you don't team? see the pattern until you like kind of just sit down and look at it and you're like, damn man. So Man, I just get really Yeah, excited. you gotta look at a large sample size to see our pattern. Yeah. That I mean, that, that's true, but it's like if we don't deviate from this at all, this is not a playoff team, no in way. my opinion. You know, if we stick no, we on the can. way that we're playing right now. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. You know, Tortorella's saying, you know, we're we're not playing as a team and he even said it last night post game. He said, you know, on and off the ice. He said that. And it's, it makes me think, like, maybe this team's mis- dysfunctional out, outside of the arena, you know? When they can't see each other, they can't go hang out and, like, meet their yeah. new teammates and, like, go grab a beer after the game and, like, you know? It's got to be very different, absolutely. Um, makes you wonder, like, <laughs> what uh, – sorry, I almost choked on something. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it makes you wonder, like, this, what, is, what is COVID doing to this situation? Or, like, what kinds of situations are, are kind of maybe happening behind the scenes that we're not able to see? 
you know, and it's just some of this stuff kind of worries me. And I'm curious what maybe you have to say about that. I don't, or what, what do you think about is this team maybe dysfunctional off the ice? You know, to, to the point you just made, I mean, I, I, I think to an extent, but it's this is a very challenging year where, you know, you probably can't do a lot of activities outside. outside There's a little the bit arena. of dysfunction in everybody's yeah, clubs yeah, right now. Just, right. Yeah, I'm sure it's it's well, I how I'm teams sure handle it. All the teams are yeah. handling it in a different way. And For sure. There's only you know so much that you can do, and you know I think in this environment it's just going to take a lot longer than it normally would. Yeah. yeah, it's it's like I think the team who's able to figure that out the best, you know. Has a has a really really good advantage, or a, a, at least a a really good uh, you know club to play with mm-hmm. in, in tight situations. And you got to think too, like we're um, we're one of the youngest teams in the NHL again. So yeah. it, it, it's got to be um, you know we do have some veteran guys that have been there for a while, um, but you know it's 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 going to be a challenge I think for us to to. Uh, it's going to be a challenge for everybody. I mean, uh, you're saying it exactly right. Every club's dealing with this. They all are dealing with it different. How are we going to how – how is it going to affect us in the long run? Right. And I think that's a good thing to, to, br- to bring in with the patterns that we've been seeing. What do we need to do against the Blackhawks? They're coming up this weekend. Dude, they're playing really well. And they're playing really well. They're right behind us. And we're at their place, man, you know. So I don't never, think I don't think that means well I don't think there. that I don't think that means anything. Like I don't know. I do. I don't know. It's like I don't. I, we never really I feel play like well. how I does feel hockey? Like it's completely different. It's like you've got to go play a game in some somebody else's empty ass arena, and it's like the yeah, way but that the like, what is that going, any different? Like it just doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like it would be as exciting as it used to be when it would be like. You get to go to Chicago and play the Blackhawks to a sold-out show in Chicago every time you play them. You know, that's fun. These players love that shit, and it's not there. You know, it's like now it's like you got to go to Chicago with nobody there. It's freezing cold. <laughs> yeah. And just play a socially distanced hockey game. You know, it's hard to do, man. It's like so I feel like the the team that's yeah, but be it's able it, but to... it's hard for both. I mean, like you've got to miss. I mean, even players coming to how great is Columbus? Like you know, you're playing the sold out shows in Columbus too. I mean, that this right. city loves this team, and they yeah. come out, and it's got to be a little bit underwhelming when you come home and you're just like, man, I love playing at home. Uh, this is practice, right? This it's is just a, a glorified. But it, I just don't. Yeah. I, I think in hockey more than anything especially since there's really not a whole lot of elements involved. Like, the home field advantage really isn't a whole lot of uh, shit right now except for the traveling. Right. No, absolutely. No, and that's a huge part of Columbus's game, I feel like, is having an effective crowd, you know? I feel like that crowd helps that team in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with that not being there, it's interesting that to kind of see what we're seeing, maybe – you know, maybe they missed the fifth line a little bit. <laughs> I've been at so line. many of those games where it it really does feel like, man, we score that goal with like two minutes left in the third, and it's like, it's because we, of we, all of us. Like, do they can hear us. Arena last night. Dude, oh man, with that Jack Russell fit goal. <laughs> oh, we might have burned it the down. This would have burnt to the ground. Yeah, right. Oh, it's God. like, oh man, that's 
that's what this franchise needs. You know, they need yeah. They need to feed off of those kinds of plays. So the black. So hopefully we carry that into Chicago, man. Hopefully this. We team... got to we got to get both game. We got to do it both games because we split with them the last time. I'm tired of splitting with teams. They didn't even have Alex Debrinket. Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Debrinket. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they didn't have him last time. He's one of their best players. You know, that's not Patrick Kane. Um. So they're they're just better than the last team that we played. We got to come out there and we actually have to play well both games. Both games. We've got to we've got to work on getting the puck out of our own zone. Or, I mean 100%. Maybe that, was that is the, that if if maybe that was something that Carolina did that really amped up the pressure in our own zone and maybe we'll be able to handle Chicago's forecheck a little bit cuz maybe it's not as tenacious. Uh, so maybe maybe we'll play a little bit different, but Carolina's damn aggressive when it comes man, to they're fast. They're, they looked good, dude. That first, but they're 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 like giving up these interesting, you know, really kind of breakaway ish type goals mm-hmm. to us, and uh, they they look pretty good though, you know. But hey, we looked pretty good too. I yes, feel like. yeah. uh, in that third period, you know, and then Jack Roslevic gives us that that beautiful goal and it's like we got to keep that rolling into chicago what that does to a city man i think what we're seeing is is something special with this kid we have got to roll that over yeah that energy into chicago yeah uh, because you know who we got you know who we got rolling back before we we record again we've got carolina coming back next monday i looked at the schedule which is interesting the next seven games that we have we play chicago four times yep (laughs) <laughs> it's, um, yep. And if you and, go back before the Carolina game, eight of those are against and Carolina and Chicago. And then it's yeah. Nashville yeah. four times in redemption in time. Next, uh, yeah, six so we got, and, a, we got a stretch coming up that we, we really need to steal these yeah. from the Blackhawks. And, and I hate to say it, guys. I mean, this stretch in February is crucial for us because the season is, is almost halfway done. Dude, it's like what happens next? In this, in the 2021 season of the Columbus Blue Jackets hockey, like it's some kind of you know, soap opera, <laughs> yeah, or sitcom. Exactly. It's like check in next week. On. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll let you know next. on the man it's in the John cannon. Tortorella, the head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. We'll be here Tomorrow to break morning. it down. <laughs> we'll every be show. It's like, but that's what it's for real. You know, I don't know. It sounds like it could be the beginning of the end for a lot of things or maybe just the beginning of a of a bright, beautiful future. Who knows, man? It's like, what's going to happen? But, hey, I'm really excited for it. I'm ready to watch the Chicago games, man. It's like... Hey, we'll, we can, we'll pour, we can pour one out, out as well for uh, Miko Koivu. One of the hardest today. One of the hardest names to say. Just Cheers, a little Toyam. tongue, little tongue Cheers. twister. Cheers. 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 Thank you. Air cheers to Eric. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for 13 games. Quavi retired crazy, dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that, while that was our drinking, veteran guy. Drink. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, he, great career. I mean, he just, I mean, and good for him. You know, he felt like he couldn't play at the level is he that, could play at anymore. Is that some dysfunction too? No, like, not. I, I don't. Fu- what is happening? No, like, I don't. Why is why are people retiring? Why do they keep doing this to us? I mean, what is happening with this team? Dude? I think it's like the craziest year ever. Well, I mean, and it's, it's got to be. It's, it's got to be something started. with. It's got to be something with COVID. Like ah. it just like it, I probably the players probably feel like it's not fun, and and you gotta you gotta think You're like that. Right. They're all competitors. They all play at this high level, 
and there's nobody at these games. What it's hard is, to stay motivated. It's I'm really sure. hard to stay and motivated. And they're postponing all these games and everything too. It's like it's gonna be. What's the yeah. NHL gonna do, man? I don't know. It's interesting. We'll see. But hey, I just want to thank you all for listening. Um, check out check out the pods. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Um, follow us at don't Man in the Cannon. Don't forget to follow Canna. us on Twitter. Yes, at Man in the Cannon. Yes, you can find us on. Uh, and Anchor and Spotify, Spotify Apple, Apple Podcasts, Apple, Google yeah. Pods. Yeah, we got the so, bases covered. Yes, we do. Thanks for thanks for checking in again, ladies and gents. We'll come back interact, at you next week. Interact with us on Twitter too, please. Mister Locom, Locom loves, loves to post. <laughs> Signing he loves off to post for the on Twitter. Uh, we'll see you guys we'll later. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace. That was the Man in the Cannon podcast, and that sure was a shitty-ass forecast, trying to bring positive views, but we're singing blues, still the best fucking podcast around.